Nah, get him in. I just thought I'd give him a shout. You know, he might be a player. You never know. Hey, well, one thing's for sure. You don't know. That's that's that's. <laughs> Is looking and saying, Is it working? Because I'm, I'm fucking clueless with all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She's acting as well. You better watch the language when the kids come in for play. <laughs> Mate, we've been so bad. Oh, See, the, the start of every episode, right? It's pretty much him swearing about four or five times. And we've had a few of the boys from different clubs saying, We can't really retweet the pod because within two minutes of a uh, the start of the episode, Parker's sworn about five times. Keep it clean then, eh? Nah, we're like right the, right the odd one. Not one. It was just the intros. Before the tune comes on, I kept swearing, but... Right, I'll, I won't swear then. We'll keep it clean tonight. Yeah. Try right. to, anyway. <laughs> See last minute, Talking eh? about that lot from the West. Aye, <laughs> right. what have you been up to uh, the last four months, Maka? I was working, mate. I was working for about the first two and a half months, pretty busy, just doing gas work and stuff like that. So I kept going, but I got furloughed about a month ago. Uh, and then I was back at work. Mate, I was back at work, but well, just trying to save money, you know, with the, with the situation at the moment. It was a bit quieter, you know, better weather than that came in. So, but I was back at work for three days and I'm in two weeks annual leave, but I should be in, I should be in Spain right now, so... Can he San Miguel on a rum and coke, mate? No. <laughs> chaser. Holiday chaser. Ten. Yeah, exactly. Holiday beers, man. See beers on holiday. There's just something about them. Just tastes yeah, better. Mate, San Miguel tastes like piss here and tastes amazing out there, doesn't it? Unreal. No. no. Unreal. Cold cans for the supermarket. Different class. I know. <laughs> It's good to have you on anyways. The people have spoken, mate. The people have spoken. You're obviously one of the more popular boys down the West. Well, I was Spider McClan for, for up your neck in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the real game, McClan. <laughs> I think he'd be a bit harder to track down. Like, who knows where he is? I think he's trying to arrange some tour down south the last I saw. He'd put something up on Facebook. Is that right? Nah, he's trying to arrange a tour down Yorkshire or something, so... He's always said he wanted to play a game of cricket with me and it's never ever happened. He never oh, even man. invited me. That was the thing. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> for recommendations, he didn't even ask me. <laughs> anyway, Michael, we're going to get you on today, mate, as, a, as our West Coast correspondent to give us the, the overseas 11 of the last kind of 10 years. Um, but first, we're going to hit you with the power play questions, mate. I don't know if you've uh, had a listen and heard any of these power plays, but... We're going to jump in with them. I heard the ones with Calvin the other day there, so... Uh... You've not got much competition, mate. You'll easily, you'll easily put that boy in the shadow. Try my best. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll start us off. I'll start us off, Mac. Easy one. Red ball or white ball? It's got to be the white ball now, ain't it? It's got to be. I agree. Liam's a nuffy. He likes the old village stuff. Like Traditionalist. I like the red ball. Yeah. That top's a wee bit short for Liam, eh? 
I know, mate. Sorry. I was just wasted. Here, do you think you should be playing with a white ball week in, week out then? I think so, 100%. I think the pink ball's been pretty decent as well, you know, and the, the cup has been down quite well, huh? I like the pink ball. Batter's game now, though, isn't it? I've sounded it. I was thinking, obviously, what all this kind of line in the sand next season, I reckon it should be coloured kit and white ball or pink ball. Much better to watch. I think it's better for juniors as well to pick on the game. Looks a bit more entertaining. Oh, I definitely agree. I reckon it would be well better. Like, I don't know, the wee Radges at Drumkelly are rocking up in a McLaren 9 top. Yeah, You've got some decent kit, to be fair, mate. The, the, boys, the boys were all kicked out last year. Some of the younger boys have done decent, you know, so looked apart. What's the kit at Jumps, Marka? It's the Shrey stuff they were using. Pretty decent, ah, huh? card kit. Yeah. We sponsored everything on it. It was a, for a, a cancer charity, so they kind of auctioned it off uh, for sponsorship on it and eventually just keep, they gave it to a cancer charity, so yeah, it was pretty good. What are you saying, Liam? Shower with the boys or a Dundee shower? It's a Dundee shower. It's what Hoggy does after the game, Mark. He just sprays his deodorant oh, and goes away. <laughs> shower with the boys then, eh? What what the showers like at Dump, at Drumpelia? Horrific, absolutely horrific. <laughs> Surely you must remember, Faye. You were down playing us Scottish Cup a few years back, mate. Terrible. Yeah, that was a great game. The famous Josh Sajid hundred. Josh Sajid hundred. So it wasn't even Josh Sajid that scored the runs, and he never even scored a hundred. His brother, I think, saved about eighty odd. No, 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 no. He scored a hundred, Marker. I checked it. I'm telling you. Did you? He got me 80, 85 or something. That was a great game. That was some innings, to be fair. I can't believe that. He's definitely had a ton. Didn't. Go and check it, mate. Mate, what a knock, though. That was a serious knock that day. But no, I can't remember the showers that day. A great game. I mean, the day before that, I think East Kilbride hit about 300 against us on that same pitch. So it just shows you, you know, when you get the good weather, you, know, you can still get a good surface down at Drumps. I was about to say, I remember that day being the ground looking quality. And I remember previous to that, everyone used to think Drumps was a total. No, a a they did up in, the, up in our growth anyway. But. Just like everything else, though, mate. You need the weather. You know, it's True. A, couple of, well, a few, good few poor summers down in the West. So it's difficult to prepare a decent pitch. Aye, true. Right, is it me, is it? Right. Greg Peel Leggies or Greg Peel Seamers? Greg Peel Leggies. What a bore, mate. Must when he was about under under twelve. Best leggy in Britain, I would say. You have good knowledge of the leg spinners in Britain, did you? It was it Neil, Neil Fleming came along and took over the mantle after him. He was another good leg spinner. Who's Neil Fleming? Where's he from? Neil Fleming, he played he was Fern Veruri. Then he came down, he was he played for Greenock in that as well. No, he was a quality he played for the North. Matty, just before your time. No, a real, real quality. Playing the same team as I think the boys for both the likes of Boonor and stuff like that. No, I was a oh, aye. top leg. Spinky and Andy Webster, would he been in that team? Aye, aye, Spinky and that as well. Peeler was a aye. quality operator back then. Still is, mate. Best cover drive in the, in the business, isn't it? <laughs> aye, in the net. <laughs> <laughs> right, Wacker. Bill McPate, the umpire, or Bill McPate, the fast bowler? Oof. Billy will tell you he's the greatest at both. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I loved his out the shoe. Did you listen to that? I listened to it. Uh, I thought it was quality. 
Well, funny, I, I heard your, what was it, your podcast, I, the one for East last week, I think, Liam, were you talking about Dave Joseph? Yes, mate. I remember a game up at Strathy, and honestly, it must have been Billy, one of Billy's last ever games, we rocked up, I was feeling it short cover, and Billy was bowling half always to Dave Joseph, mate, I was absolutely shitting myself. That guy, smoked, that guy smoked it. I mean, he oh. just came up. I think he, he, he took McGrath and Lee apart or something in a series prior to that. And there I am. Billy must have been about 50 at the time. He'll be raging if, if I mentioned this. But he's bowling, he's bowling about 55 mil an hour half volleys. And I'm feeling <laughs> the rest of Dave Joseph. Not that angry fast bowler that he was talking about himself in the, out the shoe. I thought he was coming off the long run. I know. No. Dave Joseph is famous in Forfar. Like he hit some huge sixes. Like he could smash the ball. Funny story actually about Dave. I've got you. He uh, he saw um, he, he went on this farm locally and saw collies rounding up sheep. And he's like, right, I, I want I want those. So he, he spent loads of money shipping collies back to I think he was the Lever Dials or the Windward Dials, one of the two. And uh, he owned a chicken farm. So. <laughs> So somewhere about those islands, there's two collie dogs, ragdoll and chickens around about on a farm. So it'll be interesting to see how we got on with those dogs. <laughs> uh, Tommy sauce in the cupboard or Tommy sauce in the fridge? It's got to be in the fridge. Safe bet. Aisle seat or window seat? My big leg's got to be a, an aisle seat. Snap. Fair. Hoggy, you'll be in first class, are you? <laughs> I'm in the, uh, what's it called? Emergency exits. <laughs> I like it. Always weaseling for an emergency exit. <laughs> right, 20-minute Tims or the Celtic down under? Celtic down under. He might come. He might be bought up later, will he? What's his name again? Dan? Is his name Dan? Dan Stevo. Aye, Aye, Dan Stevo. One, yeah. Aye, he's, he's been running that. He's been doing a good job on it. Do you know who we're on about, Liam? I think you told me the story, mate. Did you take him a Celtic game? Did he... He's the ex-drumps. Was he amateur? Must have been amateur, was he? I was amateur for about four seasons, so I Celtic daft. Aye, and he started a podcast down, down under? Aye, he was living out and he actually moved to Austria. He was playing cricket in Vienna and he, he played in a few of these. I mean, put, putting pictures up on a Celtic pre-season tour. Aye, he's been out in Vienna getting pictures with Tom Rogic and the likes of that. No, but he's... <laughs> He played, he played out in Vienna for a few years and then got capped with Austria and went to these kind of European championships and stuff. So it was a good experience for him. And then I think he's, he's moved back to Australia now, though. So he's living out there and he's uh, running this kind of podcast out there as well. So now he's a big, big Celtic fan. Were you one that's, did you plant that seed, Mark? Did you start that? No, I didn't. I, I genuinely didn't. Just the guys he socialised with in Coat Bridge were all big, big Celtic fans and he worked in the local uh, swimming pool, and that's how it all started with him. So, brilliant. Could have been so different. Eh? Could have taken him to Albion Rovers. Big Celtic area is Coat Bridge, but Andy Gorham's living here. Then, from what I've been hearing, is he in the caravan? Loves the local pubs. From what I've been hearing, well, obviously not recently, but tried to get me to I'm trying to get me turn out for drums, but it's not happened yet. Nah, <laughs> Andy Cricket, only. Yep. Uh, Right, Mark, Drumps win at Hamilton Crescent or Drumps win at Mikko Riggs? It's got to be Mikko Riggs, hasn't it? Just off the, just off the back of that Celtic chat there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice to beat uh, West of Scotland, though, nah? 
I don't th- mate, I don't even think I've ever won a game at Mikko Riggs. Seriously. When it good for years not playing tough place there. To go. T- that's a real tough, tough place to play. And they've I mean they've had some quality teams over the years as well. I mean, I remember we played there when Ben Lachlan was there and we got absolutely pumped. You know, just stuff had some really good overseas boys and just good squads over the years. So that I, don't, I can't even think off the top of my head even winning a game at Mikko Riggs. Right, Ali Rawlinson, Pfeiffer, or a Zed Mohammed 100? Oh, got to be Ali Rawlinson. He's my man. What a bowler, by the way. I need to apologise. He was he was written down for the West team, and I just never had a chance to get him in. I remember him being different gravy. Well, I mean, he, just unlucky. I mean, his record for like, Scotland 19s and even you know, the start of the A-team stuff was was outstanding. He just, just didn't get that break, you know. It's, maybe, again, they maybe looked at his fitness, but... To me, he would have been a, a handy bore at the, the higher level. Uh, he lo- I looked at a scorecard, and it was it was Trumps against Strathy, and Bill McPate played. I remember Rawlinson's figures were something daft. Like he bowled like 14 overs for like eight runs. Took like four for or something daft. Should have had it written down somewhere. Again, he'd, been, mate, he'd done that with Scotland as well, youth level. It was some crazy, uh, crazy figures. Yeah. Did you play much youth Scotland stuff? I made them, I get into the 19 setup and I was kind of a late developer, Matty, you know, and I took Aye. a bit of sprout, you know, growth wise, and then improved a lot under the likes of Willie Morton and Mike Hendrick. And had some injury issues. Mike was working quite hard with my bowling at that time. And Aye. I broke down, I played in the European Championships and I broke down at the end of it. And then I failed a fitness test to take me. They were going to go down and play against England, so I never got the opportunity uh, to get down. I ended up, I think it was probably, the, I was up there, maybe the top two, three amateur run scorers in Scotland that year. So that was my kind of time where I, I felt I should have played more rep stuff and I, I just just didn't get picked for one reason or another. And then you, uh, you go through a few years, those early 20s, you start to lose interest and stuff as well. You know, you're out. Partying it up, not training as hard. So, I uh, few regrets, mate, back then, for sure. It's funny those little little moments can make a big difference over a career, eh? That's definitely. Sorry, mate, Smokies or Brideys? I, I actually don't think I've ever had a Smokey. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I like a Bridey, but I don't think I've ever tried a Smokey. You're not, you're not missing much, mate. Yeah, fresh Smokies, different gravy. We'll get Spinky to sort you out. You'll get one shipped down to you. <laughs> I know, he's the next time I'm up St Andrew, so. Nick it and walk, or Nick it and he'd doon? He'd, he'd doon, mate. Never walk. Definitely. Had a few shockers in your time, Marka? Ah, there's been a few here or there, I would say. You've used a few off Billy McPay over the years, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in long enough to get shockers. <laughs> Hoggy, you better ask this next one because I don't know what that's about. To be fair, neither do I. Right, Maka. Platinum, frequency, or 30s and sugar? It's got to be 30s and sugar. Used to be a regular in there. <laughs> Mate, that's some mental names. Like, what are they? Bo- are they nightclubs in Coatbridge? Coatbridge nightclubs, aye. I actually think the last time I was in 30s was after... Maybe a Burns supper at Drumpower Cricket Club, and I actually think I pissed the bed that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what is this thirties and what is this thirties and sugar? Is it like an over thirties club? Over over thirties, so you'd like the part in it, Hoggy. I over thirty stone. All the old grannies would be all over you. <laughs> oh, in the doghouse that morning, were you, Marker? Always in the doghouse. <laughs> that is brilliant. What about the other two? What about platinum frequency? Not, not, not a fan. No, no, I don't even think I've been in them. I probably have actually, and I don't even remember. That's the kind of states I get in the usual. <laughs> right, so when you're getting in those states, mate, is it pint sesh or nip sesh? Oh, pint sesh. Got to the, be. I saw Trump's had the beer garden open the weekend, mate. Did you get one then? I went down. Went down on Saturday, took, took the kids, wife down. My brother came down with his kids and just my mum and dad and just sat. I had a few pints of a few Moretti's, I had the Cubs. Cubs got a decent wee range of beers, so it was good. But so you've got Moretti on draft, do you? I got Moretti on draft, uh, Guinness, Tenants, Punk IPA, Bellhaven Best, so uh, pretty decent, mate. Brilliant. That's a cracking lineup. <laughs> Considering some places, a lot of places have got rid of Guinness on draft, eh? They just went for the surger. Disappointing. Right, Jimmy, is it? Right. National League or keep it as is? I, lo- I love the National League, but it's, it's a difficult one. I mean, certainly for me, at my, I mean, I'm 39 now, two kids. I, I couldn't go back and play in the National League. It's just too much a commitment, but it was a brilliant time, you know, playing against the likes of Forfa, Narbroth, Aberdeenshire, all the Edinburgh teams. Loved it, mate. Absolutely loved it. Standard was far better as well, but as I said, for the likes of myself, it's, it's just, too too difficult to commit to it. Any particular grounds that, uh, that you've not played on in a while, Mark, that you've got fond memories of playing at? I always loved up at Walklands. Apart from when Marty Parker smoking 130 odd against us. <laughs> Did he? Yep. Yeah. That must have been a while ago, that, Marker. When I win the toss and say, I was a bit in this pitch, lads. Fucking 130 later for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's done a Gav Hamilton. <laughs> Fair point. Always, so I've loved batting up at Watlands and Fort Hill. They're probably my two two favourite pitches to bat on. Yeah, still pretty good wickets now. Um, back back to our, our main specialist subject marker: Musa Dembele or Odson Edward? Edward, love him. He is silk, but. Yes, so more of an all-round eh? all footballer, but I mean Dembele's quality, but I see Edwards get a bit more class about him. They're going to end up two really good strikers, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, warm-up football or warm-up rugby? <laughs> Not any rugby at all, so it's got to be the football, isn't it? Exactly. It's just a test of character, that question, that's all it is. Tenors or righty? Like both of them, that's a difficult one. Yeah, fucker, that is sat on the fence. Go for tenors. Tenors is I probably know tenors a bit better. He's a nice guy. Rain card or an early night marker? Rain card. <laughs> Burns night. <laughs> <laughs> um, Station Park or Gayfield? Don't know if you've been up to any of them, marker. I've been up to Gayfield, looking, looking the park with Big Booner. 
It's groundsman, isn't it? Always looks good, aye. Fantastic. Aye, it does, aye. A night in with Josh Sajid or a night in with Seth Sajid? Apologies for the pronunciation. Fuck neither. The two of them are great lads. Josh is, say Josh, Josh is a, a right good lad. Good man, good man. Decent. Uh, last question, Marco. Watch the mighty Albion Rovers beat Celtic or take a game for the MCC. Albion Rovers. Albion Rovers. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. Good on you, mate. Hoggy hates us MCC. <laughs> mate, it's terror. It's honestly a shambles. I got He's invited banned. to play one game banned. in St Andrews and it was just like a changing room of random blokes, scorer just going around trying to chat to everyone. Luckily, it pissed down after like two overs, and that was that. I'll never be back. <laughs> never been back. Right, Marco, you've fired through your power plays, mate. So it's on to this uh, overseas 11. Um, first of all, how did you find picking it? Was there some players that were definite picks, or did you scramble around for an 11? I actually found it a bit more difficult than I thought because initially the first thing I think is. Probably for the year 2000 to 2010, there was a lot of high-quality pros in the West, but I thought the last 10 years there maybe hasn't. But when I'm looking at it and I've wrote them down, there's some real quality there, so it's been it's been pretty difficult. And I think yeah. looking at I mean, I, I've, I've just solely went with, with pros. I've went with no overseas amateurs, and I, all my pros have got to have played first class at least, so that's the route I've went down. Tough no messing, mate, no messing. Yeah. How did you go on your eleven, Ollie? To be fair, I've not even picked it. I've not picked an eleven. What I did was, I went through all the, like the top run scorers, top wicket takers that were overseas, just for each year. So I've not actually got an eleven. I'll just have to quickly like, rattle through the sort of years to look for decent batters and then. It's difficult because I mean I've went with some guys that the stats might not be the best, you know, but the, the level they've played at in the game, you, you've still got to to put them in the team. So there's going to be some guys that have done really well here that, that, are, that are just missing out, unfortunately. So and there'll be a few folk who will disagree with me, but at the end of the day, it's my opinion. So hey That's what we want. Exactly. We, want we want to just create discussion. Yep. That's what we're after, Marcus. So who's your number one, mate? Who's your uh, top of your tree? I think we'll all have the same name. It's got to be Michael Parks, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. First man in the team sheet and he'd, be, he'd get in in any era, wouldn't he? He's just... Top class, absolute top class player. So, nah, he's a brilliant player. Did he? He was at Air for a bit, then had a few years off, then came back for a couple of years. Is that right? Uh, he was at, I think he was at Air for for two thousand and nine to two thousand and eleven, and then I'm sure he went down down south for a couple of years, and then he came back up the road. But when I mean, you look at his career, I, mean, I think he was averaging what fifty one and. ODIs and he never played again because he hit with two bouncers off Brett Lee so they just binned him they said that he, he couldn't handle pace bowling but in fuck's sake who can not many could handle Brett Lee especially being like five foot one do you know what I mean like he's a pretty easy target like mate he was a really really good puller and hooker as well so Aye. I felt a bit sorry for him like, international wise because certainly I mean you look at his record I noted a few things down I mean first class average of 39 list A average of 38 First to 10,000 runs in the Plunkett Shield, you know, that's been from 2009. 
it's just yeah. ridiculous. I mean, what? 30, yeah, right. First to 10,000. That's some effort. 33 first class hundreds. I mean, that's unbelievable. So I've got it written down, Mark, a 33 first class hundreds. Ridiculous. That's... And you only play, only play eight tests and six ODIs, and then you're averaging 51 and getting binned is pretty harsh, to say the least. Tough school, eh? harsh. Was he a keeper as well? No, he bowled, bowled a wee bit of seam and a wee bit of office over here, but you know, it's not easy bowling that out air because it's a, that's a good pitch. But the thing about Patsy was, I mean, he, he, fair enough, he's batting the air, but I mean, he's getting these runs at drumps on a wet one at Hamilton Crescent on a green top. He just he could adjust. It was just quality all round. Mm-hmm. Got one of his one of his seasons at air. He scored nine hundred and sixteen, an average of seventy. It's just good by anyone's standards. I think as well you've got to remember. I think he's the marquee wicket as well, isn't he? He's the big one to get, so the pressure he does. There is an element of pressure every week on him. Well, Liam, I mean, I noted down all his stats. I took out the two thousand nine season, but I noted down the, the four other seasons: 10, 11, 16, and seventeen. He scored three thousand five hundred runs at an average of eighty-one. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> is that just in the league, marker? That's just in the league. That is frightening. Yeah, he's a proper player. He, pro- I probably class him as the best batting pro. He's probably been in Scotland. I like stats wise. It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, so unbelievable. Well, where would that? Do, do we know where that link is with Air and New Zealand? What is what is that? Does anyone know? I'm not sure because I mean they've had a good few. They're like I know you mentioned Matt Horn before. Then they had the guy Rutherford as well. I think they had the two yeah. two Rutherfords. Aye, there as well. Hamish Rutherford. Amy Shrotherford, I think was it Neil Perlane as well, quality, quality plus. So that's, I'm not sure where the link comes from though. Mm, nah, definitely the, the top bat that we could have picked anyway. Who's uh, who's opening with him, Macca? I've got to go with probably the most influential player in my career is Mohamed Ramzan. Uh, the only thing I would say is in the last 10 years, probably not... I mean, he was aging by then, so his stats maybe don't look the best. But when he came over here initially, I mean, he was right in the prime of his career. And what a player, seriously. And just a great guy in, in the change room. Again, I, I noted a couple of things down. I mean, when, when he made his, his test debut for, for Pakistan against uh, South Africa, he was really unlucky that time as well because Saeed Anwar and Amor Sahil were injured. So they brought in two, well, three other, three players, well, two and Tim, and the other debutants were Azar Mahmood. You know the career he went on to have. So he had a hundred, he had a hundred in this game, and the other guy was a guy called Ali Nakvi, and he had a hundred in the game as well. So his chances of getting back in the team, you know, once let's Amar Sohail and Saeed Anwar were back fit, were next to nothing, but. I mean, his record domestically, 10,000 first-class runs at an average of 40, 2,500s, captain the Pakistan A-team. I mean, just an outstanding cricketer. But I know there's people going to argue about this, or should he be in this team for his stats for the last 10 years? But he still had some... I mean, 2011, he, he averaged 63 in the league as well. So he's had some really big seasons, you know, even within those last 10 years. Who was he playing for that season, Maka? Because I've got him written down playing for everyone. I can't really remember a team he played for other than Pennycook and Drumps. 
Well, he's played. I mean, initially when he came over, he proved at Park, and then he came. He came to us for a few seasons, and he played. It was at Kerstorfen, East Kilbride, Renfrew, Dunnaker, Pennycook. So it speaks volumes of the amount of clubs that have had. I mean, we had them at Jumps for a total of eight seasons as well. So I mean, that that says it all, you know, about his quality. See, even even played at Pollock as a uh, last year actually, a couple of games in two thousand nineteen. I saw. Son plays for Pollock now. Well, the funny thing is, Ramza, he's actually lives in Coatbridge now. Does uh, he? I wonder if he stayed now. He splits his time between here and uh, I think he's coaching a, a first class team in Pakistan now. So he's here for uh, six months of the year as well, but. His son, a man, still lives in, in Coatbridge, but plays for Park now, and he's he's a cracking little player as well. Uh, uh, what's he do? He's a bats he's a batsman, so he tidy play. I think he was playing at Scotland seventeens. He's maybe in the fringes of the nineteens team, but he's he's really really talented uh, player. So, mm. but I remember I remember when Ram, see when Ramzan came over when he, he he signed for Park. I remember him telling me a story when. He came over and he was put in the clubhouse to live. I mean, look at the size of that park. <laughs> no, no there is way. Like, next to it is like the fucking the, the, the dogs training set. So he seen the first night he went in there and everybody left the clubhouse and he went to his bed and all he hears is like these dogs barking during the night. So he's just not long made his test debut for Pakistan and then he's <laughs> Park Park and the pit start. <laughs> he's seen <laughs> Himself. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a to making your test debut! Fucking unbelievable. Welcome to Pollock. Hello. Unbelievable. For, eh? for me, I, I would have him have him in there and use him maybe getting up. The only other name I could think of is a, a genuine opener. I mean, normally I would like a bit of power at the top. Perhaps saying Ramzan maybe don't give me that. But I think the two of them are proper, genuine opening batsmen. The only other guy we could, I think, I could put in is you've mentioned him previously in one of your other, Tim McIntosh. But know. his time, was before then, but he, might, he was here for 2007 to 2008. But he, he came over as a fill-in pro again for Green in 2011. So you could make that argument there, but it's, for me, it was only a fill-in that he done in 2000. Yeah. So I, I, could, I couldn't pick him. No, I had serious player or Macintosh. Was he? Oh, Joe. Because I'm pretty sure in 2011 he would have been playing Test cricket. He he opened for New Zealand. He came over as a, a fill-in pro that season for Green. He'd already proed for Green, but uh, there was an injury to another guy lead on to down the line who's in my who, who's in my team. I, th- I think he makes in as well, mate. For mine, but yeah, I've got <clears throat> Ramson and Paps at the top of mine, and Ramson's one of these guys that. Uh, certainly, from someone that hasn't played in the West, every week he was uh, he would feature in the the scores, the score in the paper. Every week, Ramson was in there. He used to bowl horrible little seamers as well, a little dobbler. Just just a consistent player. I mean, I would say probably the best, the best innings I've saw him play was at McCain Park against them Fairland. And you, these players step up, you know, when it matters. Like Wakas was born seriously quick this day. Wakas Ahmed and oh, he, he was raising his standard because he was desperate to get Ramzan out. Ramzan, he hit 130 odd. I was at the other end, scratched 30. Honestly, I was struggling to pick it up against Wakas and 
Ramzan's pulling, hooking him out the ground for six, and you could just see that the quality sort of shine through. You know, Wakas is lifting his level, so Ramzan's lifting his level. It was, it was brilliant, brilliant to watch. He was wild, wasn't he, Wakas Ahmed? What a bowler! Like, I don't know if it was because I was younger, but he was—I thought he was enormous. Like, I thought he must have been about six foot nine and just like a giant. Just running I mean, and just trying to nail you. Wackass get clocked. I mean, he got clocked just over 90 mil an hour in the under 19 World Cup when he played this. I mean, he was seriously <laughs> sharp. Mm. You were speaking about that, Hoggy, as well. No, like You've obviously faced guys that can bowl quickly, but often it's the release or the action that, that gets you. And his action was, and certainly off the wrong foot, was really hard to pick up, wasn't it? As we say, if he's bowling 90 mile an hour, a better face is like, feels like 110 mile an hour. Where like limbs everywhere. That's what I was saying to Liam. Like, see, see, you face someone quick who's got a nice action. You see it the whole way, and it is sharp, but you can you can watch it. But as you face someone who bowls rapid, that's got like who like slings it down. Like we were talking about Shannon Gabriel. He's got like like that slingy action where like probably difficult to pick up. Whereas like someone like Hamid Hassan or someone from Afghanistan or. He bowls rapid, but his action's nice, so you can you can watch it the whole way. So Waka Samed bowling rapid, yeah, nah, no interest in that on a on a on a decent wicket like. <laughs> but more Ramzan, he was he was too good for him. Mm. Right, I'll give you I'll give you my number three marker because I don't think he'll feature in yours. But this is from personal experience, and Hoggy, you were playing this game. And three might be a bit high for him. I don't know if you've played a mark, but it was the pro at Ayr in 2015. And he was South African and his name was Leonard Van Wick. I left him out, but he's, he's there. I, I put Leonard Van Wick and Rusty Jappy as potentials for number three. Quality, quality player. <sighs> we, played, we played against him and I think he'd gone like two big scores and then we had him and we batted first and set a reasonable target and he went absolutely daft the first five or six overs. I think it was only like 180 or something we set because it was like oh, was it? affected, was it not? Was that not the day we mm. went into Air Town Centre for a pint of Guinness before the game started? It was very yeah. affected, Maka, and we didn't have uh, we had a bit of time to kill so we went into the weather spoons, cut a pint of Guinness then back for the game. <laughs> a few good down in there though, it's a good, good wee day out down there. Oh, his, his average for the season he played was six. He scored six hundred and thirty-two runs at an average of sixty-three. Sorry, I, I was contemplating right. putting him in. It was just what made me swear against it. Was just his his first class record in South Africa. Just just didn't cut it for me. And I know again, we were, if we get back to it, like the argument. It, it, should we be going with performances in Scotland? Then maybe we should. But no, nah, it's good. I like it. I like how you're picking from their uh, first class averages because that, that's nothing. I, I wouldn't even have thought about that. I'm just really going off what I've read in the paper in Scotland. The, the guy I've put at three will probably in your teams anyway. I, I just I say that the reason I put him in at three is I've had the two sort of more defensive style. Openers, so I want a wee bit of power coming in at three. So I'm going with Colin de Granto coming in at three. Oh, nice. You know what? I didn't even write him down. Completely forgot. Just a couple of things about de Granto. I mean, at the moment, so he's ranked fourth ODI all rounder in the world. 
at the moment. That is mental. Second fastest test century in New Zealand history. 71 balls versus the West Indies. Get man in a match on his debut. Uh, the only thing is, I mean, folks find it surprising, like stats are pretty poor here. I mean, it's 316 runs for West at an average of 31 and 12 wickets at 31. So it's no not right home about. Yeah, and he just scored little dobblers. He wasn't nothing special. Like, I remember. World-class all-rounder, I mean, he was pretty average here, but I say that I have to get him in the team. Yeah, no complaints, Mark. I suppose he would have been quite young nine years ago, wouldn't he? Maybe he, was, maybe he kind of found it hard to adjust, maybe. I'd, I'd actually messaged uh, Greg Watson on Twitter. I'd just said to him, listen, tell me a few things about Colin de Grand Tom. What would you think of him as a player? And he's like, that was the one season I went away to Huddingston to play. I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 nah, no, uh, no complaints about Colin de Grand home at three, that is for sure. My number three, I didn't, have, I didn't have him written down, but I just thought he's probably the best. He's looked the best overseas amateur I've played against in the West and it was actually it's not just because you were on Maka but I think I think he was South African but he uh, he batted three or four for for jumps one year and he, he just looked unbelievable young kid like he, he must have been about 17 18 proper kid I just remember him looking brilliant he made like maybe 40 do you know what he might have made he might have made 10 but it was a fucking brilliant looking 10 you must know who I'm talking about Maybe it was the years you didn't play. We have had a few really good staffers the last last few seasons, so I don't I can't I don't know if it was the game the Scythe Sajid eighty slash hundred and fifty. I don't know if it was that game. <laughs> it would have been the guy uh, well Matt, his name's Marty Golds. That's so, him. That's him. him. Is he Aussie or South African? South African. Really nice guy. Uh, very, very very quiet, but he could play. Uh, he looked amazing when we played him that day. The, the thing is, he had a really, really poor record in the league. I think he struggles sometimes. Like usual, he's an aggressive player. You know, he's maybe chipping up in the air, wet pitches. But yeah, his, record, his record in the cup competitions, like the 2020 Cups, was just ridiculous. I mean, I think we won the, the West West League Cup that season. And a lot of it was, was down to him, you know, at the, the top of the order. His league record was poor though. He only he only averaged maybe about twenty in the league, and for a guy with that talent, but he's uh, he's kicked on since he's been home. I'm sure he's been on to play first class in uh, South Africa now for Western Province. So he's 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 doing well, still still keeping contact. Uh, in fact. So, but no, I'm you're not right. Surprised he looked brilliant. I don't know if you want to put him in though. No, he's not going in. He's got to be in. He's honestly, he was so good, Liam. Considering well, some of the amateurs, now you get some of the amateurs that come over and they get in the first team purely because of their accent. That literally is the only reason why they're playing. You know what I mean? Whereas he yeah. could have been the he could have been the drums pro that day. No bother. Tough school with me though. I'm not picking any overseas amateurs here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm having them over to Gronholm any day of the week. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking seventy-five mile an hour seamers. Was he watching Mark Gilchrist in the nets at West of Scotland or something? Is that where he's got it from? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your four, Maka? Uh, my four here is Sikanda Raza. Nice. I've got him as well. 
He only played five games for Prestwick, and he's in this. Ah, you need your homework, Hoggy. He was he played at Weirs Renfrew as well. Played played at Weirs for a long time, but prior to 2010, so he played at Prestwick as well in 2012 and here in 2014. But again, mate, we're we're talking rank number nine is the best ODI all round on the world at the moment. So I've got two. I've got. Coming in at three, the fourth ODI all round, and 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 at four I've got the night. So no, again, listen, Sikander, great, a great guy, really, really top top player as well. Uh, somebody did I think when he first came over here was going to go and have the career he's had? No, no chance. Played against him when he was younger at Weirs, and he's a good cricketer, but just shows you how you know folk can kick on down the line. Was he at uni here? Is that why he was over in Scotland? Or that was quite, quite an interesting story. I think he was like trained to be an air force pilot, and he'd failed a medical, and he came over here to do a degree in computing or something, and he ended up playing at Weirs. And loved, loved the company of Ziggy Young that much. I think he stayed for a <laughs> for a few years, and I think they obviously got him back as pro and. A brilliant, a brilliant record. I, I have all the stats. Maybe you've got them, Liam, there for. For a lot of seasons, but again, he has to it has to get in this team. Yeah, and it's funny. I, I did read about him. He, he trained for three and a half years with the Pakistani Air Force as a, to be a fighter pilot. And in his one of his last tests at altitude, he was found to have some kind of blind spot in his eye. So after all of that years of training, yeah, he, uh, he, he wasn't allowed to finally qualify as a fighter pilot. So that kind of what 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 Marcus says right got him to Scotland as a um, a uni student, but <clears throat> he's now played in the Bangladeshi um, Premier League for T20. He's played in the Canadian one, and he's also now just got a gig in the Caribbean as well. So he's been signed up to that. So he's kind of made a living out of uh, T20s now, and he's a specialist. You look at his test. I mean, he's averaging thirty-four with the bat in tests and thirty-four with the bat in ODIs, and that's over ninety-two ODIs. So it's highly impressive. Yeah. And he yeah. bowls, I mean, he bowls handy off spin, and that's the only thing. My, my team's maybe a wee bit light with the with the spinners, but he's another kind of spin option there as well. Yeah, another one that had yeah, some kind of runs, yeah. Again, because I know folk will go, "How have you not put him in? How have you not put the only other guys I'd noted down as a potential for for four of the likes of Yuri Snyman at Pollock. You know, his stats pretty outstanding. Uh, I'm sure Michael English yeah. touched on the guy Mullick. Uh, Fergus Lee, another really, really top, top, top player, and Craig Tyson as well. He, oh, he needs to he's he's got to be in this team. Yeah, mate, he's miles better than the Granholm. <laughs> but again, he's on a good day. First class, because he just likes smashing it. <laughs> mate, we we played a game against Stenny years back, and he was on about ten. Smashed one to me at mid off. I, I dropped it. I was captain. So usual, we have a wee team talk after. I apologise to everyone. Don't worry. If one comes to me, I'll, I'll take this next time. Ends up there. Smashes one to me again. Fucking spill it. Ends up scoring 140. Oh, no. Spilled <laughs> <laughs> him twice. He gets only got 140. <laughs> so that's the reason why Tyson's not, Tyson's not getting in my team for that. And see, the thing is, you're talking, about the guy, you're talking about the guy, Dan Stevenson, the, the overseas amateur about drums. Do you know something that WhatsApps me? 
and he goes on the video and he, he comes up with this, Tyson, what he says to me, to bring you up. Still in He's not in, he's not in, Marker. Oh, he's got to be in. See, if he went to New Zealand, he'd be playing test matches now for them. Would he? Stayed in South Played against him, Hog. Craig Tyson, aye, hundreds of times. They take a liking to him. His stats are ridiculous for, for Stenhouse Muir for years. And then he obviously proed down at air, I think, after parts. Yeah. Had left. and went to again, Pennycook as well, did he not? a shitload down at air as well, so. Here, what's yeah. the name of that boy who opened for Jumpelier that day? Matty Goals. Matt Goals. Matthew Goals. But it's one T. Matt Hugh Goals. G-O-L-E-S. I'm Googling his first class stats. I like the sound of that four to be fair. Paps, Rams and the Grand Home Raza. Like he it. only averages nineteen in first class game. It's just, it's there you go, he's not in. Under Marker's rules, he's not in. Pissing all over this he's two years into it. <laughs> be a good game, that would be a good game. Right, let's get down towards our kind of all rounders area five and oh, six. He's not, he's not first class fifty, he's only played three games. Good player. Mighty goals. He's still pretty young, so there's plenty of time for him, isn't there? Yeah, five and six, you know lads. Nah, Sikander Raza in. I was going to say Scott Beveridge before him. Veteran now, isn't he? Great player, Beveridge, but he, I, mean, I just don't class him as a as an overseas player. Mm. You want Scott nah, Beveridge in this team, Hoggy, yeah? Oh, I'm not going to get upset if he, if he is or isn't, but I'm just trying to create debate here. <laughs> Scott Beveridge for years, arguably probably the best all-rounder Absolutely frightening. Great player. Is he really still playing? Good, really good guy as well. I mean, he was playing a lot of the regional stuff up to about I don't know two, Aye. three years ago. And he must have been about forty-five or something. You know, he's Aye, ancient. He was always up for it though. Like I remember that West team; they were absolute toilet. But you knew that you were in a game and you were facing him. He was always up for it. Yeah, Aye, he's a good player. But you wanting Sikander Raza in over him? Fair enough. Yes, yes, please. All right then. What? So that's top. That's top four. That's four. Get in the sea. Sikander Raz is not even a batter, is he? Mate, I've just said he's averaging thirty-four in Test matches and thirty-four in ninety-two ODIs, and you're saying he's not a batsman. Oh, mate, he's not as good as uh, Kula Tunga from Dumpelia. Listen, Kula Tunga is my man. I can tell a few stories about him. He's he's my twelve. He's my twelfth man. Okay, we'll lead. We can mate, lead give him give him ninety ODIs for Zimbabwe. How many runs is he scoring? Mate, plenty. Go, I can. T- I'll, I'll, at the end of this, I'll tell you some belters stories about Kula Tunga. Perfect. Perfect. Aye, fairies and sugar. Nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is someone oh, going to give me number five on the recording, or is that going to be off air? No, we can record it. He's, listen, there's been enough scandals <laughs> that broke out against him over the, the last few years that are all over cricket on Google we see for everybody. Here, are we speaking about the same boy here? This boy was about 40 when he came over and played yeah. for Trumps and he was unreal. We're talking about the same guy. Do you know what I mean? He, he's, he's one of the best guys I've ever played cricket with. Still keep contact with him to this day. It's difficult for me to put him in the team. I, was, I didn't want this team to be fully three or four drums players as well. But as I said, one of the best guys I've, I've played cricket with, he's, some of the stories are incredible. Do you, we, we can talk about he's, he's better than... Right, I'm having him over at the Gronholm. 
Well, he went, Jiva was the first, I think it was the first Sri Lankan player to score a T20 hundred. And he, he made his international debut when he was 35. So he was very harshly treated prior to then. So he played he a played few, for Sri Lanka. He played two or three T20s when he was 35. And we got him when he was 37. And you 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 were probably playing this game up at four for sure. He smoked about 130 or something. Oh, and Ryan, oh, Watson actually said to me, Ryan Watson said to me in the bar after it, he was probably the best hitter he'd ever saw. You know, he was an incredible player, but... Unbelievable, it, man. He's, he's, he's very close friends with Vass, Chaminda Vass. But he, made, he, he just, when he came over here, he just drinks whiskey every day. He was just drinking bottles of whiskey, constant. And... Is it, what was he on, like? Just an out-and-out character. But see, when he... He loved a night out and things as well, but when he went back to Sri Lanka, we were kind of joking about it because we're like, oh, this guy, the scandal will follow him. And then he got the gig as the Sri Lankan women's national team coach. So I went through passing the marks to some of the boys at Trumps. I was like, oh, fuck, this isn't going to end well. This, sure enough. <laughs> the days when I had no kids and everything, I'd be first thing in the morning, sad as then, on Crick Info, checking out all the latest cricket news, and there it is. What's the, what's the headline? Nash Schlankin women's cricket team sex scandal. Oh, man. And it, it was, he was the head coach, and it was to do with... He ended up getting found not guilty, but it was selectors and the coach, the players were saying that they were demanding sexual favours for certain places in the, the team. Unbelievable. And I actually messaged him. I messaged him on WhatsApp. I'm like, fuck's sake, Jiva, what's going on? He's like, oh, it's crazy that the press are camped outside my, my house and stuff. <laughs> no way. Bloody hell, man. And then a, a couple of years after that, he ended up in a, getting caught in a sting with Al Jazeera. They were investigating match fixing in Dubai, and he gets stung out in Dubai for, no for match fixing. Like a fake shake. He's not in this team then. Crazy. Some but player, but... Still keeping contact with him. He's, he is a brilliant guy, but he's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. <laughs> that was Tony Weed under the high ball that day, wasn't it, Hoggy? He clung on to him. Still remember the celebrations, Macca. He's put one like, with snow on it and little Tony Weed's underneath it. Still remember everyone just r- running at him, piling on in the, in the middle of the square. I'm sure I'm sure he hit four sixes in a row off one of your spinners and then he blocked the fifth ball. Blast. What are you doing? Pretty sure, pretty sure it was pretty sure it was Blackie. Right. By the way, see Blackie, yes. he, the, the probably the best ball I've ever been bowled by someone was by him. See, no way. Like, honestly, I'll put four. Through the gate, Maka. An absolute, Maka, he will be dying out on that, that for the rest of his days now. Up there. And he, he got me, I was in about 70 or 80. There was about 30 over still to bat. You could have batted all day on this pitch. And he... It was such a good wicket. He brought one back through the gate. I couldn't believe it. It was honestly unbelievable ball. Good on you, buddy. Right, you're giving me your five, mate, because I've got my five. Shaky's best mate, Cameron Sajid. Had to get him in. Shaky would be raging with me if I didn't. <laughs> a bit low Maka, you'd get sacked from the as the president of the Kazim Sheikh fan club if he found out about that. <laughs> Jakey's cricket and journeys. Are you employed as a retweeter? <laughs> hey, come on. What a job he's doing, brilliant. Got some ah, absolute quality, cracking guests on, isn't he? I know. 
No, he needs to get Cameron Sajid on, though. Definitely. Definitely. I think he needs to get Kuba Tung on. There's a few stories in there. <laughs> no, Cameron Sajid. Yeah, have you got good. his stats there, Maka? Uh, again, I mean, his only season, well, he, he proed for him for about 2007 onwards, but he played 2010. 7,000 first-class runs, an average of 32, 1,200s, a list A average of 38, 147 wickets at 27, played for Pakistan under-19s. So, he sees, I think he's forced, I, I told, tallied up his four seasons at Clydesdale, 2,200 runs at an average of 51 and 81 wickets at an average of 19. You can't argue with that. That's, a, that's steady stats, that. Did you say he took 81 wickets? 81 wickets at an average of 19 over four seasons. That's This is league. Ah, okay. This is no league. Ah, that's a decent decent record, first-class record on that. Oh, yeah. Could do it against a Scotland under-19s though in the National League. Did you get him, Huggy? <laughs> no, I never know. I just remember ah. him not getting any. I remember Cal hitting him for the most mental six ever at Clydesdale. Into the houses away from the clubhouse. You know, yep. like flats at the back. Yeah. Out the ground, hitting it on. Pretty sure it hit the flat on the way up. Just like flat mental. What a game that was. Calf came in and smoked it. Who's your no, five? Who's the player? Uh, my five is someone who you boys have definitely not got, but it's a boy called AJ Vossel. Definitely not got. You boys nope. are like, eh. Play for Galloway. Play for Galloway. And they play in uh, Gatehouse of Fleet. Don't know if you've been down there. Mm-hmm. Like down in Dumfriesway. Have you been down there, yeah. have you? I my cousin lives down there. And uh, scored 202 against Vale Leaving in 2013. So he's in my team number five. If fucking Sikander <laughs> Raza gets in. <laughs> Mackie will have to do some digging to find his first class stats, that's for sure. But what a player. Scored, he only played like, the only stats you could find on him were four games and he scored 130 in one game and a double ton in the other game. And that's in the Gatehouse of Fleet League. Western Union Division 7 or something. <laughs> I'm impressed. He might be a local player, to be fair. So I, I just, right, you, know, you know, it's like you go down that rabbit hole and you just find you just find these boys. That's a gem. You've got a gem, mate. A man number five uh, is Mr. Luke Butterworth of Greenock and Tasmania. Nah, he's not getting in this team. Nah, nope. he's, he's in mine, but he's, he's, he's lower down. You got him six or seven, Mark, maybe? Uh, just check what I've got him. I've got him at seven. Think. Why is he not on the team, uh, Hoggy? No danger. We were playing a game against North Ants, and uh, I remember it was a really tight game. <clears throat> you know when you bowl a Yorker, I think it's the best ball. If you mean to bowl a Yorker and you clean someone up as a as a seamer, that is the best ball I reckon when you mean it. I bowled a Yorker, cleaned up David Sales. He must have been on, I don't know, forty or something. Seemed like a beach ball. Bowled him, thought happy days, bowled a couple of tight overs, back in the game, Butterworth comes on, starts bowling fucking half volleys, gets nailed for 20-odd off the over, game over. <laughs> Garbage. It was the I mean, second it, last over. He was injured though, was he not? When he, he, he missed most of the season, that was the problem. So when was this? Was this at the start, Hoggy, or at the end? End of what? He might have been injured, but... Nah. The game against North Pants, was it the end of the season? or? Nah, it was in the middle of the season. At the start of the season, early early doors in the CB40. You know, he, at, he broke his toe. Obviously, Saltar signed him, but I'm sure he broke his toe and then he was he missed 
he missed most of the season. I well, could have done with missing him against Northants away anyway. <laughs> Does but, he, uh, did he bowl right-handed and bat left-handed? Aye. Aye. Was a lefty. Yeah. I think, to, to be honest, I was looking through this and he, he was one of those guys that I played against and you, you think back, you go, he was a serious player. And he scored 100 against us at Glen Park. Everywhere. And he, I wouldn't say he was quick, but he had a bit, he had a bit of zip in him, but... Serious, serious. Aye. Yeah. And I, I don't he think the Salter the best of him. He, he, was, he was injured and he came over. But, I mean, again, I mean, you've probably noted a few things down here about him. I mean, I think he won, he, not won man in a match or something in a Sheffield Shield final. He took yeah. the most wickets the season. The season before he came over as a Saltires pro, he'd taken the most wickets in the Sheffield Shield the season before. And I'm pretty sure he got voted player of the year or something. Mm. He's got... Three wickets at an average of 15 in the Sheffield Shield. I mean, you know the standard, yeah, that. I mean, that is unbelievable. He's a serious bowler. I think he got a call up in 2007 as well. Uh, there was chat of him getting picked for Australia when he came over that season for Scotland. There was definitely chat of him sort of being in, in and around it or like a Australia mm. A tour or something. I mind he hit a six at Lords out the ground or onto like the third tier at one of the stands at Lords. It was ridiculous. Obviously, we're playing on one of the Shanner wickets off the side of the main square, but still, it was a serious okay. thing. Aye. No, 223 first-class wickets at 24. That's what he's got. Yeah. Steadier. Proper player. Yeah. But he's not making in Hog. No, nah, his arse goes in the last five he's overs. He's from North Yeah, Hoggy. Yeah. I, I dug out that card, Hoggy. Three for 41 off seven that day, mate. That's steady. Who, me? Yeah. What did Sales get? Mm, unsure. I've not got it on. I think he was on about 90. seen the ball like a beach ball. <laughs> Best ball he's ever seen. I think it was a bit of a reverse swing that day. Mate, I remember that day because it was boys, there was Scotland fans down. Now, that is rare at a game down south. And I remember it in the stand, uh, the not the pavilion end. There must have been on a hospitality day or something. But they were loving it. Dogs farted absolutely humming. <laughs> Edit that out. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, or five. So, so go, uh, go, go with your choice, Mike. Happy with that at five? I'm Butterworth happy. Or uh, AJ Vossel. Ah, okay. We'll have Mr. Sajad in. Yeah, Sajad. He, ha- he, nice, he was a good player. Looked, looked good. I'll have uh, Mr. Butterworth in at seven. So let's have a discussion on six. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've not even mentioned boys like Riyad Henry and things like that. Proper all-rounder. Well, you can have him at six. Oh, that's only five we've picked. Mate, there's a lot of boys missing out here. Who's your six then? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking through the players here. Oh, the boy from Stirling a couple of years ago. I think he was South African, but he's moved to New Zealand. Uh, Brendan McMullen. Oh yeah, I remember seeing him bowl one day. I don't know what. I don't know where it was. I wasn't playing against him, or but I just remember watching him run into bowl. It might be in a video or something, like a district game or something like that. But he looked like a good player, and everyone speaks about how good this boy was. And he's, I think he's gone to New Zealand with the hope of getting picked up. I think he, I think he was actually due to come back to play for Stirling this year. Oh, McMullen. Yeah, pretty sure that's what John Taylor said on out the shoe. Difficult for me to say. Yeah, same. Who would you have at your six, Marker? Who would you have down? I went for 
I've left out a couple of really, really good players. I mean, I was thinking about Tom Plan, played at Livingston, and the guy Bandica that was at Greenock, his record was outstanding. But I, I'm wanting this guy in. He's a real, real team player. It's uh, Razika Paya Dashana. Was the oh, oh yes, Oddy. Very, very underrated cricketer. We actually tried it when he when he left Odingston, We tried to get him to Drumpeller, but we just couldn't agree finances with him. I mean, he'd four seasons at Odingston. Uh, helped him win back to back Scottish Cups. Won the title in two thousand and thirteen. You know, very, very good averages. Consistent. Uh, played for Sri Lanka under nineteen uh, level. First class average of twenty eight. So. Just maybe there's guys ahead of him stats wise, but I want one guy that's a proper, proper team player. And then, you know, I know the guys at Huddingston love him to bits. I remember played against him a few times and he was very good. Like he was, he always used to get 50 or take a four for or three for in the games he'd play against him. One or the other, he would get, he would do something with bat or ball. Good player. Yeah. yeah. Um, Steady performer. He, what, what do you want him at? Number six? Yeah, he's at a six. I also had Bandicar as well. Um, yeah, I was going to say him, yeah. Greenock and Goa. Saurabh Sushant Bandicar. Bandicar, he's, he's right. When I played against him, his, his record was phenomenal. I think he averaged maybe about 63 with a bat and yeah. very low bowling average as well. But just when I look at him in comparison to somebody like Butterworth, I just don't think he's as good a cricketer. He's maybe a better cricketer than, than Razika, but... As I said, I just he's he's a player I really want in this team. Who's that? Yeah, Pride Shana. Yeah, he maybe has better better stats here and better stats uh, first class wise than Razika. But ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, if you're picking them off Crick Info, then he'd have to be in it, wouldn't he? Yeah, boys like he's boys a, What was that hog? Saying if you're picking them off like Crick Info and that, then boys like Butterworth and that will have to be in. I'm yeah, not having yeah. it though. I reckon Jimmy Jimmy Sholto Douglas from Uddy. He had a good year when he came over. <laughs> How do you come up with these names? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing in the West and I hardly even remember this guy. <laughs> well, he had a good season in 2018. I haven't got his stats written down, but I wouldn't have written them down if they were garbage. And I definitely wouldn't have just written them down because of his name, because that is mental. Jimmy Sholto Douglas. Played for Uddingston. <laughs> I reckon he was overseas amateur. So you don't know his stats, you haven't played against them, but he needs to bat he needs to come in and play a six. <laughs> Absolutely. Just a pretty cool name, Hoggy, yeah, so we'll get him no, in there. I just you know, you never know. I thought Marker might have done his research, but obviously not. <clears throat> I thought you'd know who he was. Well, I, I mean I was injured for a few years, so I, I never paid much attention to it for about two or three years. Yeah. As I was to say, you just stopped playing, did you? Ah, uh, my back was gubbed. Just Mate, I was had a really bad time. Mate. I was I was off work and couldn't get out of bed in the morning. Couldn't even lift my kids. You know, out the, well, my youngest at the time when she was born, I couldn't even lift her out the, the court. And that uh, was pretty pretty tough with that. I had about three years of problems with it. And touch wood, it's been okay. But I mean, if, I think if I even last year I played a bit last year, but I still had problems with it. It's just it's just not right. Aye. What what's that? What was the cause of it like? Dodgy disc. What was that you said, mate? I, what was wrong with your back? Is it a dodgy disc? It's just a herniated disc, just wear and tear, mate. Just doing too much football, cricket, gym, just over the years, you know, just in a really, really bad way. But 
it was good to get back playing, but I, I miss training, but I don't really miss playing on a Saturday now. Mate, mm. you miss Jimmy Shortle Douglas. That's the biggest travesty. <laughs> Player. I know it's your rattling out the five Ks, though, Marker. I doing well. I'm enjoying it. Give you something to keep motivated about. Quite enjoying it. You've fallen that far. Now you do five Ks. What was that? That must be. That must be pretty devastating. That. Go from a good footballer, good cricketer, to having to run in a straight line to get some sporting activity. Brutal. <laughs> what well, an awful no, man you are, Hoggy. We're getting any action in the bedroom, so. <laughs> Horizontal jogging. Yeah. Uh, right, so we'll go Paddy Shan at six. Are you happy with Butterworth at seven? No complaints, surely. Are you still having him out, Hoggy, for Jimmy Shaw with Douglas? Nah, get him in. I just thought I'd give him a shout. You know, he might be a player. You never know. Hey, well, one thing's for sure: you don't know. That's that's. that's <laughs> See, if we're going by Crick Info stats and that, right? What about the Greenock Overseas Amateur 2017? Kyle Scrimger, he played Aussie 19s and everything. Right. Left arm bowler, left hand bat. <coughs> don't know if he scored any runs, taking any wickets, but no. Nah, the season, the, the season 2017, I noticed he he done reasonably well. Mm. Yeah, See another one of these uh, open the ball these amateurs that's really a pro. Or what? A Greenick. Mm. <laughs> no comment. Uh, right, what's your bowler setup, uh, Maka? What what have you gone with? Have you gone with a couple of spinners and some quicks, or what? What you got there? Uh, well, number eight, I've went with a spinner. There's a, a few options here with the the guy Dabengwa, and I think is it Malcolm Waller. His name was. I never played. Against them, I never. I don't think I played against the Bengal either, but they didn't quite make the cut. I went for Con Con Delanger in it in it eight instead. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think Andy would have any points about that. Serious player. He was at Fergusley for years, was he not? Before he went down south. Yeah, I think I seen he was a pro at Fergusley from two thousand and three to two thousand and eight, and then obviously he was. Playing down, playing at Northants and things like that, wasn't he? Then he was at Clydesdale from 2014 to 2017. But I think he built a good thing at Fergusley. Obviously, they won the Scottish Cup and things under him. A lot of young players on that side. And again, I only played a few games with Con, but he was one of these guys when I played against him, you didn't really get to know him. You didn't really speak to him, so you didn't know what he was like. And then I get involved in that Reaver setup and just a really, really nice guy. You know, with a couple of things in common or two kids with the same ages and stuff like that and you would always just ask about family I think he was quite keen to talk about anything out with cricket to be fair but obviously it's tragic what happened just a top top guy with the rest of his life to live you know so but I mean his stats are just ridiculous in, in Scotland uh, what can I taken scored 947 runs at an average of 41 and took 67 wickets at an average of nine. This, I think, is over the, the seasons for Clydesdale in the last the last few years. And 67 wickets at an average of nine. Yeah. I think when, he, when, he won the, when he went to Clydesdale as well, he won the 2015-2016 Premier League. And then he played a key role in the 2016 Scottish Cup final. Scottish he, Cup. Beat yeah. a bro, and what they Three for 38 and scored 51. And, we could get it all his first class stats as well. Played for obviously trying South Africa under 19s as well. Just what a career, absolutely brilliant career. Yeah, definitely. He's got to be in this team, I reckon. 
Yeah, automatic pick, isn't he? Definitely, yeah. what, what a player. The boy oh, Malcolm yeah. Waller, though, that you mentioned. Where was he at? Fergus Lee? Well, these guys, I mean, the Bengal played for Ferguson and Waller. The two of them played Test cricket uh, for uh, Zimbabwe. Oh, really? The boy the Bengal did as well? The, the, the two of them, obviously, high-level operators. Again, I've, I've had a look at the Bengal stats, and they're not the greatest. That's, and that's why a lot of the boys at Ferguson you know, love him to bits. I think he was a brilliant coach as well, but just see, stats-wise, I don't think they're... The, the, the greatest in Scotland, so that's how he's not fourth himself. I could maybe be doing with another spinner in this team, but I think we'll see more people are doing the doing the business. But as I say, he's caught Con's got. Have we just completely forgotten about wicketkeepers? No, I've still got. What's that, Maka? My keeper's batting uh, nine. Proper village keeper then. When they get when they get a game this day and age, if you're batting nine and we know my number eleven still capable of hitting numbers. <laughs> Your number eleven. Yep, I think you may have the same one. Maybe. I've definitely not got the same guy. Uh, I've not got a keeper. Who's the key? Who's going to be the keeper? So we we decided on that. It's Con's got to be in at eight. Yep. Oh, he's in at eight, and he's well. No, I think that's a bit harsh. Like it needs to be a higher up the order. To be fair, if you're picking Sikander Raza, Con has got to be number four. Like, well, but again, Sikander's I mean, Con's first class batting stats and last day batting stats. They're they're decent. But they're not in the same level as the likes of some of the other guys but still mm-hmm. that. so my so Con was eight my, my number nine uh, my wicketkeeper is Ahmed Said from Renfrew so can I say I've even heard the name like? he was at Renfrew from 2007 to 2015 uh, I think he averaged 45 with a bat scored 4,000 first class runs at an average of 25 including 600s there's nobody else I can think of in terms of keeper. The only one guy that comes close that's played first class was a, a guy at uh, East Kilbride called Pete Bocock. Don't know if you've heard the name. I saw his stats. I saw his stats when we were looking at them there. So, he's I mean, always there or thereabouts, isn't he? He did okay over here, but then he went back to New Zealand and then he broke into the Northern District side. So he's done well with his career as well. But I just think Ahmed, he had a long, long first class career. In, in Pakistan and, and played in Scotland for good eight, nine seasons. Very consistent player as well. So Good bat, was he? Really steady. Really steady bat. It's difficult in that league, you know, when you're batting at Renfrew <laughs> every couple of weeks and some of the pitches in that division, they're not, they're not the, the easiest. But as I said, consi- very consistent. So he's, I mean, he's averaged over 45 in pretty much most of his seasons. No complaints. No complaints. Hog, uh... Will we bother him a keeper in our team or will we just get him a bat out of gloves? Nah, zero wicket keepers. Anyone can keep wicket. <laughs> maybe right. AJ maybe AJ Vossel is a keeper. Who knows? <laughs> maybe Jimmy. Maybe Jimmy was a keeper. Shoto Douglas, give him the gloves. No, no complaints there with a nine. I'm actually, mate, I'm gonna Google this guy, Shoto Douglas. <laughs> mate, he's definitely in the stats. Maybe the Cricket Scotland stats man's having us on. He knew we were gonna do this and thought Stick in a boy with a funny name. Parker will take the bait. But uh no, nah, bowlers. The boy Brendan McMullen, he's got he's a serious bowler. I can't think of any better like seamers in the I can. West. I can. Right, he's, a, he's a Zen. Mr. Rory Kleinvelt. Yep, he's in my team. Aye. Surely no. Hog. Oh no, he he was there, yeah. He was there. Yeah, um, West of Scotland, Cape Town. He's he's your number one. He's my number ten. See Super. I, I don't I didn't look at his stats, but I remember every 
time he'd look at a scorecard, he'd score like heaps of runs. Didn't really look at his wickets, but... 438 runs at 40 in the league, 18 wickets at 14s. Um, so one, maybe one of these that's maybe not... Like, 438 runs is good, isn't it? Full stop. But maybe he could have got some more. I don't know where he kind of... Yeah, I don't... I think, obviously, South Africa represented him at all formats. He was their Cricketer of the Year in 2013. Obviously, North Ants, he's done well down there. I think Cape Cobras was his kind of franchise. Um, I wonder what the story was with getting the gig at West. I heard it was something to do with Riyad Henry. I don't know whether he's married to Omar Henry's daughter, so their brother. Uh, I think I think he is. He said that brother-in-law or something. So I think that was why it was it was lined up. By the way, he was a really nice guy. I spoke to him for a game at drums, and you maybe think he's got a bit of an ego and things, but oh, he was decent enough guy to sit and have a have a chat with. You know, right good player, could hit, hit a clean ball. I don't think, in terms of his bone, he was only bowling off a few paces. I mean, he's a big unit, but uh, just line and length, could seem it about a bit. Big unit. A nice wet green top at drums, which was interesting to face. But, uh, no, as you said, Liam, I don't think his stats were anything particularly great in, in Scotland. But again, I mean, he's coming to the end of his career and uh, still took 18 wickets and average of 13, I suppose. But, yeah. I was maybe expecting more. Aye, What's, probably, I, mean, I don't. I don't think he scored a hundred. Uh, you would expect a guy no. at that level. I mean, I think he's scored three thousand seven hundred first class runs at an average of twenty odd. The same with list A with a hundred here or there. You would have thought. I thought he would have scored more runs in Scotland. Yeah, wickets mean nothing though. To be fair, no wickets. I mean, like you get tarts that run in and bowl pies and get twenty wickets a year. Do you know what I mean? He's probably bowled about thirty maidens more than everyone else. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. He's probably just too good, isn't he? Just people playing and missing. Aye. Is it true what they say, Marker? Does the TV put weight on you? Is he is he actually quite slim up close? No, he's a bit. He's a big unit. <laughs> <laughs> like like likes his smokies. Are you, are you on the wind up? Saying he likes his smokies. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was going back to Bandicar, Right, last season he scored six hundred runs in the league. Right, just in the league for that Greenock he played for. This is fucking amateur. Aye, 600 runs, right? There was, only other, there was only two other players in the whole league that scored 400 runs. One of them was Kleinfeld. The other boy was uh, Faisal Jawad from Presswick. Good player as well. 600 runs is mental if everyone else is scoring 300. Yeah, I suppose looking at it, probably it was a pretty wet summer as well down here. And the pitches weren't the best, so maybe we've been a bit harsh on them. Mm. I just thought I'd get it in there for Bandicar if you're putting in it's harsh he doesn't get in but I think again Kleinfeld playing, he's played four test matches and ten ODIs for a quality South Africa side he has to be in can yeah. okay, do it on a pudding at Weirs though <laughs> doubtful <laughs> that's what we're picking this team well, for no if Ziggy Young's bowling <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> Ziggy Young still playing I don't think so I think he was meant to be umpiring he's, again, he's had a lot of injury problems the last uh, year or so I heard they've been struggling a bit yeah. Great guy though. It's funny. I watched. What's that? I, I watched. This is bizarre. Apologies, but I watched a, an old video where it was uh, Ziggy Young playing against Dunfermline back in the day, and he he actually dislocates his shoulder right mid game, manages to wrestle it back in, goes on and takes five for. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't get in this team though because Mark has not seen him on Crick Info. <laughs> and, he, and I'm pretty sure he's done overseas, but hey. <laughs> To be fair, he deserves to be in that team just for that story. Absolutely. Right. Rory Kleinfeld's in at 10. 
Whose legs, lads? Who's the last bowler? Right, I'll go. Naz Hussain, left armour. Did he play for Cl- um, Drumpelia before he went to Clydesdale? Played for Drums. It was me that recommended him. We, we played a Scottish Cup game against Clydesdale and I would genuinely say it's probably the best spell of bowling I've ever faced in Scotland. Just pace, movement, yeah. real quality, quality bowler. But we, when he first came over here, when we signed him, he said that I need an elbow support. And straight away, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. And sure enough, he was injured. We, we just didn't see the best of him. You know, again, his first class uh, bats in Pakistan are unbelievable. Uh, so did he, was he at Trump's? He was at Clyde when we signed him. Uh, we signed uh, him for Trump. right. I thought it was the other way around. But he, di- he didn't really. No, I remember him bowling a heavy ball. He starts then, you know, way up for two seasons for the talent he had. Uh, did he just not take wickets or did he? was he just getting carted everywhere? Maybe just too good. You know, not, not bowling at the stumps. Oh. Sometimes I had to say, you know, you're like, bowling at the stumps, Nass. He was always bowling outside off, you know, just too good for people. You know, whereas if he's bowling at the stumps, going to get LBs, you know, going to get bowled, especially the pace he was bowling at. But it's just a pity we didn't get to see the best of him with, uh, with the injury uh, that he had. But I had him down there as a as a potential, along with the guy here, you know, Ken Roy Peters, that played for, I think he played a test for the West Indies as well. Again, don't think his stats were particularly great here, but he's obviously played at a, a high level with, you know, West Indies and really good record with the Windward Islands. Aye. So you're going... So who, who have you got as your bowler? You're going for Naz. I'm going for probably the best bowler I've, I've played with. Uh, drums is a guy called Saeed Shahabuddin. And we, we, we signed him in, in two, I think it was 2010 or 2011. And... He'd just been contracted to Mumbai Indians at the time, and you could tell why. He was probably the best bowling action I saw. Really rhythmical, proper bowling action. He'd played, I think it was the break-off league for there as well. Uh, it was at Hyderabad Heroes, and he was in the same team as like, Abdur Razak and uh, Inzamam Lohak. It was this T20 franchise league uh, off the back of the... Honestly, what a cricketer. This boy was, I think, when he came over here, looking at his season, 28 wickets at an average of 11. We are best of 7 for 15. And Hoggy, the 7 for 15, we were playing against Pennycook. We bowled Pennycook out for 27. That's the lowest SNCL score ever at the time. <laughs> what was that, market? 27? We bowled him out for 27. He took 7 for 15 this day. But it wasn't just that. I mean, he's, he's, he's taken 20, 248 first class wickets at an average of twenty, an average of twenty seven, and it he, he could bat as well. He scored a hundred against Heritage and scored a hundred against Stonywood. I mean, I've got this guy coming in at eleven. He's a genuine <laughs> all rounder, but he it was a very difficult guy to captain. Uh, we had, do you know the left armour that used to play for Pennycook and Carrollton as well, played for drums, John Hutton? Johnny Hutton. <laughs> uh, hi. We had Shahabuddin, whose run-up was massive. We had John Hutton, whose run-up was from the fucking sight screen. Aye, that's what you say. <laughs> it's been about five, six overs. The umpires are like that to me, Graham. You need to watch these over rates. So I'm not that to I'm having a word with Shahabuddin and I'm like, Listen, mate, you're going to need to sort this run out, run up out, and it comes back with some. My run up, okay for Sachin, it's okay for you. I'm like, ah, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> you could, you couldn't tell me anything. He had a right ego. He used to rock up at every game with his Mumbai Indians kit and everything, but he could play. 
Village bastard. No chances in this team. Absolutely <laughs> no chance. Josh Geary is a better. Dumfries, uh, mind him. Can Vega remember? Always, always up there in the stats. Aye. Nah, I think he was half decent bowler, was he not? 28 wickets at an average of 11. We're best of 7 for 15. You bowled a team out for 27. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's a good shout. Nah. Mumbai Indians, badged up. No chances getting in this team. Full year. Crick info, nuffies. Right, let's pick a bowler. Uh, I had just a, an honourable mention for, and it's a bit down that, um, <clears throat> the player who's gone on to do well, and it's the boy Freddie Classens, who had a season at East Kilbride in 2015. I think he's playing at Kent now, or he's in and out at Kent. Yep. Um, 26 wickets at 14s. And scored 195 with the bat that year. Is that year. right? He played at oh. East Kilbride. Fred Classen, Dutch boy. Yeah, Fred Classen's Dutch. Dutch. I actually got a weird story about Freddie Classen. I was I was in the Blythewood Hotel in Glasgow, and it was I think it was the day after Celtic had played Ajax in like Europa League or something. I was just sitting in the foyer, and no word they lie, Chris Sutton came down and sat right next to me. And Chris Sutton's a massive cricket fan. Plays for, played for Norwich Strike Club. Apparently, John Sutton played a couple of games for Hill Head as well, his brother. <laughs> I knew he was a cricket fan, and Kulatunga had actually coached his kids down at Blackburn Cricket Club years ago when Sutton played for uh, Blackburn uh. in the Premiership. So we get talking about cricket, and then he asked me if I knew Freddie Classen. And I said, Oh, we, we played against Freddie Classen this season. He's playing for. He's great. Oh, he was staying in my farmhouse last year. He's best mates with Sutton's uh, boy who plays for Norwich Cricket Club, Ollie Sutton. You might be finding him on Twitter. Uh-huh. It's just a, it was just a weird story, you know, just how it came came about. Just randomly, Celtic legend sits down, you end up talking about fucking Fred Classen. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Like, cricket. cricket's one of these micro-communities that if you know a couple of guys that have played in a certain area... There's, there's going to be a link made there, ladies. These, these guys love it's it. Well, these football. Sometimes they don't want to sit down and talk football. You know, see if you start talking with something different. Something he was loving it. You know, just talk. Well, maybe he wasn't. Maybe I'm just saying that. I talk myself up. Maybe he's like, <laughs> guy away. But it was just a really, really good story. And I couldn't believe it. But I think I agree. He was a really good boy already. And then obviously went on to play for Holland and play for Kent as well. So, yeah. That's interesting, that. So is he South African or is he Dutch? I'm not sure, actually. I've got him down as Dutch, but he could be one of these. I'm sure his father's Dutch. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Right, there's a few boys we've missed out here. I, I, I don't think that's a... That's not a team like Crick Info stats have killed this. Saying that, actually, I might have confident myself massively here. Poor timing. Shoab Khan, right? Played for Clydesdale, 2013. I didn't know who he was, so I had a quick yeah. look. He's got a first-class triple hundred, and he he was wow. a pro at Clydesdale for a year in 2013. That was, that was this is a, along the same lines as what Maka said about the link. So Shoeb has a brother called Zohib, and Zohib was the pro at Benwell Hill when I was there. So um, there's one of those tedious links. But yeah, I used to play with Zed in Newcastle, and his brother got the pro gig at Clydesdale the season after. Uh, is that is that been, is that where yeah. Cross in that play down there? That Ben Mulhall, were they playing there? Kutzer does. Uh, yeah, he's at he's at Ben Mulhall. And then there's like Finlay McCreath as well, the kind of Scottish link there as well. So Zob Khan, he's not even been mentioned. I don't I think he had a, well, he did have a decent season the season he was here, but he did score a triple hundred first class game. 
surely he's got to be in your Crick Info 11. <laughs> Players who have played in the West of Scotland, Maka. Another player, right, who we've not spoken about, who, having looked at his stats, they were actually not that great. But I remember playing a few games against him and he always looked really good. And it was a boy, Josh Edwards, that played at Stirling. Aussie boy came over as an overseas, and uh, I'm pretty sure he played a couple of games, Scotland Day games. But he, was, uh, he looked like a good player. He's never really kicked on. I think he moved back to Australia. Maybe that was why it's just sort of. Uh, he was yeah, one. he was a good player. Yeah, a few games left. Um, just for anyone listening, this is uh, these are basically the three or four folk that Hoggy's done any research on. So this is how he has to speak about them. Yeah, I've not done research. They don't fit in his team. There's players to talk about. Players that deserve a mention. Josh Edwards was a player. <laughs> For a couple of seasons. No, definitely. I would mention right. Josh Edwards for this, sure. Yep. Um, forgotten his name. Mumbai Indians. He's out. <laughs> proper proper seamer, right? Played for Sterling. He must have been about 45 when he came over here. But I just remember him bowling left arm, bowling a heavy ball at 40 odd. Kabir Khan played for Sterling. Remember class. him? Mm. He was a good bowler, wasn't he? I used to, honestly, Liam, he used to just pitch it up, swing it nicely. He thought, Happy days, rapid bouncer for a forty-five-year-old. Aye, at Sterling, I remember it because it was when we're talking two thousand five or something. Yeah. Might have been two thousand six, two thousand seven. But Kabir Khan, he was a proper bowler. Kabir Khan played for Pakistan as well. I'm almost certain he did. He played a few Test matches. Yeah. Nah, he was a. He's definitely worth a mention in this team. If you're throwing about random boys, I think it would only coach Afghanistan as well. I'm sure. Aye, that's right. Yeah, he did. Coached Afghanistan, yeah. And then I think Inzaman took over, and then Ramzan was his assistant as well. At Afghanistan, yeah. batting coach or something. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's a few world. players there. There's a few boys we've missed out. We've not spoken about. We should... What about the boy Carl Hauser, Hauser from Pollock? He was always there or thereabouts. Uh, Pollock. Yeah, I think uh, him and yeah, Pollock, another one Pollock came over. They were, at, they were at Pollock, and then Carl went to Clydesdale as well. Was he a good player, was he? Because his stats were decent in Scotland. Really, really good player, really nice guy as well. I think he's back. At, I don't know if he played first class in New Zealand, but I know, I know he's back there. His wife's a singer. Oh, aye. She's, she's, I've, I've saw a few videos he's posted up on Facebook. She's quite talented. She does some of these big shows out in New Zealand. So He's just a house husband now then, eh? <laughs> well, I th- oh, his stats were good, so I thought, get him in. What about the boy G. Lewis at Drumps, 2010? Is he a good player? Yeah, he was a good player. Played uh, first grade Sydney. He had, had a few hundreds. I think he played for Hawkesbury. Yeah, I remember his name back in the day. See, boys like that. Absolute fitness fan. Never saw anyone eat as clean in my life. Unbelievable how strict he was with his diet. Just very professional. Uh, really good cricketer as uh, well. Yeah, he was another name that I noticed in the stats that was only here for a season, so I presumed he was... Uh, I can kind of vaguely remember playing against him I've seen him play I'm sure he, he played a couple of seasons he dropped maybe two or three seasons he, he, he came for a season then he, or two seasons then he had a break and then came back for another one we had him back two or three seasons uh, um, Riyad Henry how's he not been given a shout <laughs> nah again I've only went with first class players so you can you can fire ahead there pretty sure he's played first class cricket in South Africa you know Scott's qualified now isn't uh, he that's what I was but... thinking as well that's more Scottish so Fair yeah, play. Yeah. Riyadh's not getting a shout then. Yeah. Fergus Lee had a decent West We should let our guest choose his, choose his number 11, Hog, surely. Oh, you're having this Mumbai Indians, boy. Uh, if it's the best action, bowling action Mac has ever oh, seen then. I, I wish I actually tried to find a YouTube video on bowling. I couldn't find it. I remember it was an agent sent me a, a link for it. Seriously, Hoggy. 
Good player. Diff- different class. Brilliant, brilliant cricketer. See, over the years, Marco, have you had, uh, have you kind of been <clears throat> involved in selecting pros and stuff like that for drums? Probably the main man behind it. Not not the finances, but yeah, I would I would kind of source the player and uh, yeah. maybe not the last couple of years. I've still recommended a, f- a few, but not the f- I kind of the final say on it most years. The drums depending on the finances, but there's been some good ones and there's been ones that have been disappointing as well. But again, our clubs trying they've tried to get down the coach route as well. Uh, we had a a a, 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 a Lankin last year. Uh, very good cricketer, Guyan Manishin. He'd you know played Sri Lanka A team as well. And then we had another guy lined up for this year, another Sri Lankan player. And it's funny because Peeler, we were talking about earlier, he always kind of bounces names off me as well because I think he deals with it with our broth. He does. He was he got he got offered uh, Rory Kleinfeld, but I think he was right. I think he was after a fair bit of coin. But to be fair, we got we got we got Luba. Yeah. He's the fucking one. Yeah, good, seen good him, good him play where, whereabouts do you uh, keep the Drumpelier professional, market? Do they sleep in the clubhouse as well? Or? <laughs> no, the, the president, he's, he's got a flat in Coat Bridge, so they usually they usually stay there, so it's pretty handy. Coat Bridge, decent for a night out. Three clubs. As long as you don't pitch yourself, Hoggy. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably trying to avoid Coat Bridge then. At least you made it out of Paisley last week. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to. I was the place I was at. I was right in the mixer, and it was in like a in like a housing estate. And I was just driving along a normal road, like cars parked either side. Some gadget in like a Citroen Saxos went flying past me at like three in the afternoon. Mega Preston Jones. Honestly, might have been. Aye. Right. Happy with Mister with your selection, Malcolm. What about the boy Ramsarup from Ferguson? Is he not a decent bowler, or was he a batter? Can't, I can't mind. I just remember seeing all these boys with the stats. I had a quick look at his stats, and his stats weren't great. Aye, on Crick Info but, or on, maybe, in maybe, real life? Maybe. Aye, were his stats good in the West? or? No, they were pretty average. I don't, I don't know what his first class stats were, but his stats in, uh, over here weren't the best, I don't think. I think it's why they only had him one season. Aye, well, if you're happy with that. Usually, they get pretty loyal with their pros, you know, they'll get them back a few years. Aye, for I think we played one season. Ah, fair enough. Then proofs in the pudding must have been toilet. Well, I mind you saying at the start the pros from two thousand to two thousand and ten, they were like proper. And you, you you mentioned Tom Plant. I remember him being serious. But they also had Ed Cowan at Uddy as well, didn't they? That's right. Yeah. Ah, he was class. It's the same, it's the same in the East. Hogging Liam Hughes got back two thousand two thousand ten. Some of the pros in the East, you know, the likes of George Bailey and Damien Wright. Brilliant, brilliant pros. Aye. Do you remember the boy Barrington Aye. Rowland from West of Scotland? Yep. He was wild, eh? I think they had a better guy, but another Indian member, the guy Badranath, who played for a good few test matches for India as well. He was a serious player. There's a lot of shite cricketers that have played international cricket, Macca. This boy Barrington Rowland, he was quality, man. So Andy Mackay was our broth pro, right? And I remember it. Dougie Lockhart was opening the bat and doring the shit out of it. And then this boy Barrington Rowland came out like dragging his bat. He should have been using like a size five, eh? But he's pulling the short handle out like he didn't want to be there. He's got a jumper on. Would have been like early season at Lachlan's. It was like rain was coming down. Andy Mackay's bowling heat left arm on a green seamer. First ball. This boy Ro- uh, Barrington Rowland just like lent on one through cover point four bits. Like Jesus Christ! Like 
honestly thought he was the best cricketer in the world when he hit that shot. Well, he was play for so, India. Yeah, play for West of Scotland, mate. <laughs> nah, he was. He was. Don't expect Holly to check in. Barrington Rowland. He's that must have been 2006, 2007. To be fair, but I'm just going just going by pros that I've played against in that in the West. Yeah, yeah. Cam Borgas as well. He was to be for, fair. He would have been 2009, would he? 2009, 2010 for Gunnett. He was a Saltire pro as well. Mm. Did all right in CB40. Mackie, you've, you've given us an education, mate, because I, I was struggling to pick an 11, but you've given us plenty, mate. When I, when I started, I thought of, maybe the stand-up hasn't quite been there the last 10 years, and then you look at it, and there's something, a brilliant list of players that haven't made the cut. Well, in my, yeah. My side of and you've got an interesting bloke at 12th man as well. Very interesting. I'll fire him off a wee WhatsApp after this. Is he the coach? Make sure he listens Just to Make it. sure he's not the women's coach. Try to get him on Shaky's podcast. That would be a belter. <laughs> right, I'll give you a t- I'll give you a one to eleven before I, before I go. So number one, Paps. Two, Ramzan. Three, De Granholm. Four, Raza. Five, Sajad. Six, Pradeshana. Seven, Butterworth. Eight, Delang. Nine, Saeed. Ten, Kleinvelt. Eleven, Shyabuddin. And 12, Kulatunga. Yeah, and 13th, Shoto Douglas. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> Matty Goals has got to be in there. What a player. Oh, I hope he goes on to play for Sasha or something. I wonder where Jimmy is. Fingers crossed. Aye. AJ. Just while you're on, Liam, see up at Strathy. What, whatever happened to the guy called Smish? I've always wondered about that. <laughs> oh, Smish. What a legend. Uh, Kevin Smith, he... Still lives up that way. He works. He does a lot of stuff offshore, Maka. So he kind of travels. I think he's he's done times out in like the Middle East, and then sometimes he's out in uh, kind of Texas, Houston kind of area. But I, what a handy cricketer back in the day. See what you said there, like done time. Honestly, see the rumours that go about Scottish cricket. I get told he was in jail. <laughs> nah, not Smeesh, but his <laughs> time in the rigs. His younger brother might have <laughs> might have visited a few people, maybe. <laughs> I can remember him back then. An absolute crack. That was Chico. What a, what a man. Those brothers, Smish and Chico. I'm sure there'll be a lot of folk that brings back memories. But not bad cricketers. Good good players, were they? Not bad. Not bad back then. Yeah, both big, strong lads. They're a bit like Maka. Big big laddies. So what, what's... Uh, Drumpeller got any games lined up, Maka? Are you going to play or call it a day for the season and then start next year afresh? I'll go down the club. Maybe go down the club for a couple of pints Saturday or something, but I'm, I'm not really... I'm no bothered about playing, to be honest, yeah. mate. Not this season anyway. It's t- too much hassle, isn't it? It's, there's been talk, I know there's been talk of the breakaway league and then local leagues, the friendlies. I've heard of a few discussions about it, but I'm not really privy to everything that's been going on. What's the breakaway league like? Is that a serious thing? I, th- I think so. It was like maybe the likes of Ayr and Clydesdale and some of the other teams are talking about this breakaway league. What, playing in the winter? Don't quote me on it, though, mate. Mm, we'll see what happens. Ah, that's wild, mate. Right? Uh, thanks very much, Mark. Ah, well, thanks very much for coming on, Mark. I can't say that's the team right, I would have picked, but fair enough. It's a good team. Absolutely.